This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we are talking about when it comes to losing weight, is it more about food restriction or thought restriction? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to And welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. And if you're new to the show, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not even a trainer. I'm just a dude or a dudette in the basement like you, trying to lose some weight. And today, it is Saturday, uh, let's see, what does that make this? Uh, the 8th of July. Hope you had a good holiday. Hope you didn't eat too many hot dogs, etc., etc., and uh, here's the deal. Um, I need to mail a letter. And it is about uh, 11 o'clock. It's got to be, I don't know, 4,000 degrees out in Ohio with about 400% humidity. And instead of driving to the post office, I'm walking. Now, I do have a hat on, and I should have put on some sunscreen. Because as I've said before, my middle name is uh, Burnin Peel. But uh, luckily there's a breeze out. I do have a new windscreen on my recorder, so uh, we won't have that wind issue. But, uh, you know, it's it's probably going to take me about the time it takes to read the stuff we have for today's show. Uh, I'll probably be at the post office. So, killing two birds with one stone. Alright, so, uh, if you're new to the show, our our website is LogicalLoss.com. And uh, you can email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com. You can call in your comments, 888-563-3228. You can click on the voicemail button. Speaking of that, somebody did that about a week ago, and I will get that into the show um, in a future episode. So I apologize for uh, not not handling that just as of yet. But uh, I've been reading the book Overcoming Overeating, because that's really one of my problems right now. I guess it's all of our problems in a way. And uh, I've just had a lot of stuff going on with my family that uh, is just buku high stress. And I'm gonna do something smart and walk on the other side of the street where there are trees. So I can occasionally get a shot of shade here. I feel like an ant underneath a microscope. But uh, I've been uh, having some issues with my family and it's just stressing me out. And uh, uh, I think I am, from the last time we had, it's been two weeks, I think I'm about the same. I haven't lost any weight. For a while I went up, but I've, I've lost that. But uh, so I'm, I'm, I read chapter 7 
of the book Overcoming Overeating by Lisa Monroe. You can find that out at our website. And uh, she said it's it's and this is very for lack of a better phrase, no offense to anybody in Berkeley, but this is coming from a dude in Ohio. Uh, it's very kind of Berkeley, you know, very kind of heady. Where you know, usually when you tune into a weight loss podcast, it's about uh, you know how many squats do you do, how much weights do you lift, and things like that. And and I've doing this podcast now for three years. I'm really starting to understand it really is about the head. You know, the body follows the mind. So. Um, in, in the book, she, she quotes this woman named Jennifer Rothschild, and the book was called Self-Talk, Soul Talk, and it, it says, the, the words we say to ourselves go straight to the core of our being. They shape the way we think about ourselves. They influence our emotions, our thoughts, and our decisions. They resurface in our conversations with other people. They can spur us to live meaningful productive lives, or they can drag us down to lethargy and despair. So it really is. And as I read through this, I'm like, you know what, there's some, because when I first started reading this chapter, I'm like, oh, here we go. Touchy-feely, right? But um, there are four types of self-thoughts, or or just thoughts in general. Because, I mean, your mind is going a mile a minute. And uh, the first one, is the worst kind. This is called self-accusation. And uh, they are generalized, meaning they're not specific. And they begin with uh, some sort of negative uh, telltale banter, is what she puts it. Some things like, I'm too stupid, I'm too boring, I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm too poor, for anyone to notice or care about, right? So it's self-accusation. These thoughts are pure, 100% condemnation through and through. Why do you keep telling yourself these hurtful things? And I'm going to cross the street. For the record, it's not a good idea to be reading and crossing a busy street. Um, But uh, it is because someone else said them to you. Right? That's where this, a lot of these are coming from. Someone else has said these to you before, and you are convinced they are true, or is it because the past failures you had, or maybe it's because your grim present circumstances. Anybody got grim circumstances? Whatever the cause, one thing is for sure. If you're going to step outside of your addiction to food and into the world of freedom from overeating, the new you starts today, right? Must come up with different topics of conversation to engage in throughout your day. And when we're talking about conversations, we're talking about conversations internally. So if it's something, again, real general, I'm too stupid, I'm too old, I'm too poor, I'm too whatever, it is self-accusation and it just condemns you, right? I'm a loser and I'm not what I appear to be. All right, self-evaluation. Now this is a, a, a good form of negative comments. And you're like, huh? So what sets this apart from self-accusation is that they are spoken in truth, okay? Self-evaluation thoughts are actually your conscious calling you into accountability and reform. Now, if you ask someone, they will more than likely agree with you. So if you say, you know, do you think I was a little harsh 
with my kid back there. Do you think that was, do you think I went over the top? Right, that's self-evaluation. You're evaluating something you did that is specific to a task. Now, a self-accusation of that is I never hold my tongue. Right, very generic, very negative, just beating yourself up where self-evaluation is, you know, I, I probably could have handled that better when I spoke to so-and-so, right? It's a little more, you know, it's based on truth, right? So if you went to somebody and said, well, you heard that conversation, what do they think? They, they might go, yeah, you know, you, you, you probably could have maybe chilled out just a little bit, right? Then let's get into the positive comments. And the first one is called self-deceptive. Right? You're lying to yourself, right? This is where you go, oh, I can lose weight anytime I want. I just like food. I just blah, blah. This is self-deceptive, right? You're, you're telling yourself something, but it's not based in truth. I mean, I started this podcast based self-deceptively. I said, hey, when I got divorced years ago, I dropped 20 pounds. Um, and here I am, I've, I've, I've gained that 20 pounds back. I'm gonna lose it because I know what I did the first time. Now that's somewhat based in fact, but what I didn't realize is I was also many years older and losing weight when you're older is not as easy. So, but that self-deceptive can lead to kind of an egomaniac and a false sense of pride. But the problem is, you're lying to yourself, right? Oh, one cookie isn't gonna kill me, blah, blah, blah. And it's not one cookie, it's the fact that you had one cookie today, yesterday, the day before, and every day at lunch, right? You're, you're, you're just lying to yourself. So, that's something to think about. And then, the uh, and, and realize we gotta get to the truth. We always said step one of any kind of weight loss program is to take a good, long, hard look at yourself and look at what you eat. That's what we talk about tracking your calories and things like uh, Spark People and My Fitness Pal and, and Lose It and all these other programs that are out uh, at the resource section at the website. Because as they say, the truth, the truth will set you free, right? The problem is, in some cases, we can't handle the truth and we fall back into self-deceptive talk. And I am sweating like a pig. I keep having to, if you can see what I'm doing, I'm moving papers, I'm holding recorders, and uh, hoofa. It's gotta be in the 90s, even though it's 11 o'clock. I feel like I'm in Texas. People in Texas are like, what are you talking about, it's in the 90s? It's 150 here, shut up. All right, now, then there's the, uh, the fourth one. This is the good self-talk. This is self-inspiration. Because this is something I used to tell people, being an, an educator, my background is in education. The only kind of improvement is self-improvement. So it doesn't matter if I'm a teacher and I'm teaching you something. The only kind of improvement that's going on has really very little to do with me. Oh, I might be able to, uh, to provide you some information that might help you, right? But it's still up to you on whether or not you believe me, if you actually are listening, if you're sitting there, you know, right? It's all self-improvement. And so the best kind of talk is self-inspiration. 
And because uh, really what happens, you have, you have your beliefs. What you believe is true. That leads to thoughts, right? So what your, what your beliefs are, your beliefs might be about God, your family, your friends, whatever you believe, those lead to thoughts. Your thoughts lead to feelings, and your feelings lead to actions uh, or inactions in some cases and reactions. So let's, let's take a look at that. Your belief might be, my birth was an accident. Your thought might be, nothing I knew matters to anyone. Your feelings might make you feel worthless. That might lead to an action of overeating. Might lead to an inaction of don't care to groom yourself well. And then you might have a reaction of you don't dis- you distrust when someone compliments you. And so, she makes a good point here. So, so self-inspiration, by the way, is, is self-assuring, it's positive, and it's true. And the thing that kind of drove me nuts about this book, she didn't give an example of that. But she, she does give a, a rather long example, and I'm going to read this one now. Um, she says, this is Lisa Monroe talking. She says, I grew up very, with a very intelligent, very critical father who had earned himself a master's degree in English lit. Whenever I would ask him to read a paper I had written for school, be it factual report or creative writing piece, my self-esteem would take a beating. My father would tear my writing apart, tell me how awful it was, and laugh at my attempts to be creative. Think about that if you're like, a, I don't know, a 10-year-old kid. Here, Dad, can you read my paper and just have him rip you to shreds? Um, and she has gone on when she felt called to start being an author. She had to reprogram her brain because somebody told her when she was growing up that you're, you're not a very good writer. And you have to, you can reprogram your brain. Now here's the thing to keep in mind, that it takes anywhere from 30 days to 45 days to reprogram yourself. We've talked about doing new habits, things like that. So you can reprogram yourself. It's not easy. And that's why I think a lot of us fail at this is because we kind of want to go, oh, okay, so how do I do that? And then you go, well, you got to catch yourself and you have to practice. Anything that you're going to be good at requires practice. And that means that sometimes you're going to fail. Sometimes it's not going to work. And that means you got to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and start all over again. Because if you quit practicing, you're not going to get any good. Okay, so we have to, her, her homework was, and you can kind of do this mentally maybe, pay attention number, kind of step outside yourself and, um, and, and, and try to catch what you're thinking. And, and then if you can, write down these thoughts and then later go over them and, and ask yourself, what is the source of this thought? You know, um, will, um, where will this thought lead me if I continue to follow it? Is it going to lead you to a positive or a negative place? Will it get me where I want to go? Does it fit with who I am or where I wish to be? Does this thought make me feel guilty, ashamed, angry, or fearful? Let's read that one again. Does this thought make me feel guilty, ashamed, angry, or fearful? If I shared it with someone else who has an honest opinion of me, would they agree? Because a lot of times we have stuff in our head that people go, What? You think that? Really? No! Right? Um, if you are a person of faith, does it fit with my statement of faith? 
And uh, if you're, again, a Christian, does this agree with biblical scripture? Because, I mean, that book says, you know, his eye is on the sparrow and he's watching over you. And so if you think, well, God doesn't care about me, that's really not, you know, scriptural. So again, what is the source of this thought? Like in her case, it was her dad, right? Well, is this going to, where's it going to lead me if I continue to follow this thought? Is it going to get me where I want to go? Does it fit with who I am or where I want to be? Does it uh, make me feel guilty, ashamed, angry, or fearful? Fearful? And would somebody else agree with this if I told them about that? So, keep that in mind. Um, monitor the message that's in your head. Because the body's going to follow the brain. And now I'm having a hard time keeping my glasses on because my face is just ripping in sweat. My Lord, it's hot out here. As soon as you recognize... Now, here's the, the cool thing. If you're like, well, I like to walk. That's how I exercise. I've been doing a lot of this at night, and it's wonderful. <laughs> I thought, ah, it's 11 o'clock. It's not going to be that hot out. Oh, was I wrong? So she says, so how do you do this? How, how do you do this? She says, as soon as you recognize the thought as untruthful... Shut it down. Shut it down. In the immortal words of Barney Fife. I'm so sad that Andy Griffith has, has passed, but he was 86. But in the immortal words of Barney Fife, nip it in the bud. Everybody in her 30s going, Barney what? Mentally slam the door on it. Do not it, do not invite it in for tea and discussion. Instead, replace it immediately with something positive and contradicting. She says, for example, I can never finish my work on time can be effectively replaced with the I have finished my work assignments on time. I will do my best to complete this one as well. Any positive statement declaring an opposing um, truth-filled viewpoint will act as a silencer. It's sort of like taking back yourself, she says, without the stigma of disrespect. Right? So nip it in the bud. Say, well, hold on. Because that first one was all general. You never do this. You never do that. Right? If you're, and again, she's writing from a Christian point of view. She says, if you are a Christian, offering up praise to God is very effective. Response to a thought attack. Right? Um, she says it downright frustrates Satan. Think about it. She says, if he's tempting, if his tempting thoughts trigger a reaction of praise for his arch enemy, uh, you better believe me, he's going to stop the attack on your minefield. Uh, recalling memorized scriptures, addressing the specific negative thought also works well. And she says, for the example above, the fact that I can never finish my work on time, replace it with, I can do everything through him who gives me strength, which is Philippians 4.13. She says, make sure your mind stays out of trouble. It is, by nature, highly active. Keep it on a leash if you must. Give it plenty of healthy thoughts to feed on, safe places to run, and consistent discipline. Key word there, consistent and discipline. So you have to practice it, this stuff. In this way, she says, you'll find it will grow to serve you. It's master because you are the master of your mind. Be aware that current research studies find that it takes anywhere from 21 to 45 days to retain a new behavior to get rid of an unwanted habit. So we had self-accusation. That's the general, oh, you suck, you loser. Self-evaluation is, hmm, you know, maybe I could have done that specific thing better. We had self-deceptive. That's where, oh, I can do anything because piece of cake, I'm sure. 
And then there is the fourth one, which of course is the good one, which is self-inspiration, where you basically take that thought, turn it around, and uh, focus it back on, on, on the truth. And I'm almost at the post office, which is a beautiful thing. I want to thank everybody who's uh, involved in our challenges right now. The, uh, the diet bet one is really, right now, I started off great, which don't we all, we all get excited. And we're like, woo, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, right? And I started off right on track. What's really cool about this is I have, uh, let's see, diet bet. I've lost almost two pounds and I'm on day 18. Now I am, it shows you where you're supposed to be. Like Cindy B has already lost her 4%. Uh, Julie G is way above, she's at 85%. Uh, Gina is above where she's supposed to be, but I am next in line and I am a little behind because I think I need to lose four pounds and it's only a 30-day thing and I'm just at two, I'm at 1.9 and I'm on day 18. So I'm a little behind, as are some, uh, some other folks. And one person has never weighed in. That's a person that has fallen victim to that negative talk. They said, oh, why did I even sign up for this? I can never lose weight. No, that's wrong. And I feel sad. But um, on the uh, other one, the Fit Click, I think it is, or Click Fit, I always get those two. Freak Loader is uh, leading the way there. Lost 4.9%, as uh, followed by Dorita, Spitfire, and then me. I'm, I've lost again 1.9%. Good Getting Better is right behind me. Dave Shapiro is uh, coming up behind them. And then a few other folks. And uh, on an average, We've got, what's sad is there, because that's the free one, so we had a whole bunch of people sign up that probably aren't logical loss uh, people, and they've never even weighed in. They just signed up and quit. But on an average, we've lost about 1.3% of our uh, body weight on that one. And um, on the diet bet one, that's the one where we all chipped in seven bucks, or seven bucks, 10 bucks. And uh, we've already lost together. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six of us, and we've already lost almost 30 pounds. So, uh, my advice today is watch your negative thoughts. When I was growing up, if you're still with me, um, I had bad luck. Just, just nothing, you know, I, I remember when uh, I had a moped, which dates me already, and not only did I have a moped, because I had a, I had a, uh, paper route. So I had money for a moped. I think I spent $300 on this moped, which is a lot when you're a paper boy. But uh, it was the fastest moped in the neighborhood. Hands down. Nobody came close. And it was cool. And everybody wanted to ride my moped. And so I let my dad drive it, who of course was a truck driver and could handle 18 wheels, but couldn't handle two and wrecked it and basically ruined it. We, we put it all back together, but it never really was quite the same. And everybody said, up, oh, that's Davy Luck. You know, uh, I had a guitar that one time I got my, uh, my uh, foot tangled in the cord. It was on a stand, and when I went to move, I pulled the cord, which pulled the guitar, and snapped the neck in half. You know, well, not in half, but it snapped the neck. And everybody said, oh man, Davy Luck. You know, um, had a girlfriend and uh, we saw each other when this is like when I'm 16. So when I say girlfriend, please put up air quotes for me. Right. 
we saw each other for uh, three months straight and the one day we didn't get together she cheated on me <laughs> and everybody went ah Davy luck I gotta stop that because I'm always looking for that black cloud right always looking for the black cloud there's a lot of things in my life that have gone very very well and I'm very very lucky and I'm very very blessed but there's always that voice that wants me to believe in Davy luck you know, it's like, oh, well, of course it went wrong. Why? Because it's me and, I, and, and nothing goes good for me. Well, there's that, that general degrading negative statement. No, that's not true. That's not true. I've had some bad luck in my life, but I've had a lot of really good things happen to me as well. So start to, and that's, and I, but there is a part of me, absolutely, that still thinks, uh, you know, I'm just Davy Luck. And by the way, the only people that can call me Davey are people in my family, so don't even think about it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so, today was a very heady, I'm at the post office, and uh, it was, that was uh, 23 minutes. Let me pull out my Fitbit. Uh, my Fitbit said, so in 23 minutes, I took, uh, the Fitbit doesn't work good if you're in the sunshine. 3,481 steps, which means by the time I get home, I will have 6,800 steps, which is pretty good because I only need 10,000 for the day. So it was that easy to get almost, you know, 3,500 steps, basically. I just walked to the post office. So when I walk back, I'll have 7,000 steps, more or less. If we're going to round up. I would recommend, the problem is, um, I, I'm going to the post office now because I need stamps, which is very odd because I haven't actually mailed something in years. And I'm sure like a stamp is probably the, you know, out of 550 or something like that now. Because um, I pay all my bills electronically, but I actually have to get a stamp. So uh, I had to go during the day. And uh, I was like, you know, I got a lot of things I want to do today. I want to get my exercise out of the way. I'm walking to the post office. And uh, right across from the post office is the grocery store. So not only am I going to get some uh, exercise, I'm going to work my arms on the way home because I'll be curling my groceries. I'm going to buy just a little bag full to carry on the way home because it really wasn't that long. It's like a 20-minute walk. So thank you so much for uh, tuning in. People outside the post office think I'm weird because I'm talking to myself. And um, our website is LogicalLoss.com. Email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com. Call in your comments, 888 563-3228 or use the voicemail button out of the website. If you'd like to be a producer of the show, you can go out to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support. My PayPal issues have been removed by the time you hear this. And um, also, if you are looking for a free audiobook, if you like to listen to stuff, go to AudibleTrial.com forward slash Dave. You can sign up and for 30 days you have free access to download one book if you, um, if you like it keep it. They only charge you $14 a month, which is great because most audiobooks are like 20 to 30 bucks. So that's audibletrial.com forward slash Dave. If you don't want the account, go get your free book and cancel. Uh, cost you nothing and I get a little finder's fee for that. Likewise, if you're looking for free music, go to logicalloss.com forward slash e-music. So logicalloss.com forward slash e-music. I think you get 10 free tunes. And again, they don't charge you. Go over, sign up, and then uh, cancel before uh, their uh, little trial time uh, expires and you get to keep the music for free so there you go some free stuff and a way for you to support the show thank you so much we will see you again real soon uh, with another episode of the logical weight loss podcast let me leave you with my favorite jillian michaels quote and that is why are you choosing failure when success is still an option we'll see you again real soon take care wear sunscreen 
God bless. <laughs> See you again real soon. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I won't smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to